Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. There is absolutely no psychological fear when you are beyond all God. And God said he should send his one begotten son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. What does it matter? Our home, our nation, all the things we believe in are in great danger. Overtake, subjugate, and in fact destroy another. The plane ride into the World Trade Center. Welcome to Idiotic Ideologies. We're your hosts, Cindy Little. Joshua Fernandez. This week we are going to be talking about comparison um, in decision making and comparison with other people. So I'm just going to kind of jump in there and um, ask, why do you think that we compare ourselves to others? It seems like a form of torture. Um, why do we do that? Why do we compare? I know. Uh, uh, when you ask that question, I kind of, I don't know what, what, what fills me. It's like this excitement, or I guess it's a passion to, to say, why is it that we're, we're, we're human beings? We're so smart to be capable, but the way we discern is very, uh, man, sometimes when you, when you look at it, especially when you see it, it's kind of one of them things that as human beings, you're always like, how did I, how did I miss that? How did I just not see that? Like that was just so easy to see. And I, ha- I feel like it has a lot to do with the overall gist of, of what we talk about. And that's just the way the, the, the we narrow things down. Like when, when you when you live your everyday life to just everything kind of narrows down to a little tunnel because of your thoughts or because of, of just, I don't know, that this capability that we lost to actually just look at ourselves. And so when you when you ask that question with comparison, it's easy to know why we compare because it's it's just it's the world we live in. There's there's separateness there. There's also just looking at something and then feeling something and then going to your everyday life. And as you live, you feel something different. So then you want to chase that feeling that you felt. And and so instead of looking at things again, going back to for what they are. To, to see the dangers in comparison, why is it that human beings keep doing that? We, we still haven't uh, divided the, the inner world and the outer world. And although outwardly we see certain things, it doesn't need to creep into our inner psychology and start to run our, run our lives. Is that, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Awesome. I know. What you- <laughs> awesome. No, I know what you mean. And I think um, when I think of comparisons, I think of that, what you're talking about is the outer life, um, our environment, the people around us. We're made to react off of each other. And, and so I think within, yes. within that, there's that, that word comes out of comparing what comparing is. You need to compare things though. I mean, that's survival. That's also just, I need to compare if I have a lot of food or a little food, or do I, do I compare, you know, yeah, w- what happened yesterday to today and, and you're going through life, uh, but going into discernment, but yeah, I would just, keep it there without getting too confusing too fast. No, I think it's great. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. And, and we're kind of, 
we're kind of heading down the same path at the beginning here. So mm-hmm. yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was looking at a blog through New York University and they were talking about comparisons and what they had to say was comparisons allow us to form a baseline for where we are in life and where we want to be. And I can get on board with that. I, I mean, we, we, we like to measure ourselves against others and we like to measure ourselves against ourselves as well. And um, like you said, there's even measurement in, gee, do I have enough food? Do I not? You know, all of these things. Um, so I don't have an issue with examining ourselves. I'm always curious, like when, when, at what point do these, these, um, uh, the, these facts about life start turning into such an emotional attachment. They start turning into such a, uh, a, a value. You put value on that now. Oh, I'm not where they are. Now there's value there. Instead of this goes back to what I've been, what I try to say It's another opportunity for understanding of looking at things for what they are. This is what life is. There's, there's uh yeah comparing the old self to the new self so that way you're 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 kind of moving towards something you're mm-hmm. but that's what you have to do in life you have to move something so just splitting that line between uh, when we see something that's a fact of life that oh you have to age or people die or or this you know that that mm-hmm. you 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 have a capability within you that can look at things and then assess life and assess society and then make the best possible route to have success in that society. But we start turning that again into value hierarchy systems. We turn it into uh, just mm-hmm. well, all I would say is that we, we place, we say that's being a human being when that's not being a human being, that's just these kind of rules and laws of life. And so they have no place psychologically within us to judge each other into. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's flabbergasting. <laughs> flabbergasting. Yeah. When we start to mix those worlds. Well, yeah, no. And I, and I completely Agree. It it pretty soon starts to become a, a real problem. That's where the wars come. Yeah, and me hating mm-hmm. you and me it's just weird. I mean, yeah, oh. it, starts, it starts getting into a real hard realm. Yeah, like why would I hate you? And, and yeah, oh, why would you yeah, hate me, Josh? Someone, don't hate me, Josh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I I don't think you know I don't think there's an issue with examining ourselves for growth over time. Um, you know, a journey to improve your health, or um, it can be encouraging or motivating just to see how far you've come. I see that as part of what you're talking about, kind of that inner world, that introspection versus the the outer world versus other people. Um, and I thought this was interesting too, that people went on to say that without the ability to compare ourselves, we have no way of knowing whether we have progressed at all. And the first question that came to my mind after I read that was, I asked, progress in what way? How should we be defining success? I don't think our American culture's definition of success is particularly a healthy one. I mean, we're so focused on things like money and materialism and just stuff. And so what do we define as progress or what should we define as progress ideas thoughts oh definitely uh (laughs) well i guess uh, let's see if we can answer that question like what what is defining progress through first of all just taking it all the way back to comparison in the first place 
So, so you're right. I mean, it seems like we come up with with people. People come up with with mottos, you know, quotes. They come up with the uh, you know rules to to become successful, and it's always within society. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to first say, the, the 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 way human beings live, it's always from a point first of all uh, of society. We can't do without a society. Mm-hmm. And so when you say, you know, with comparison, and it seems like, you know, all these uh, psychologists would say comparison makes you more successful knowing where you've been, looking at other people, and and on and on. But I don't even want to play, I don't even want to be in that realm. Like, why is there, why does that even exist in the first place? Mm -hmm. Then when I answer that question, I say, well, it's because of society, we've built a society. And so then it seems like, Instead of, you know, love and religion and God, you're, focus, you're, you're coming out of a place of society. And then that gets conditioned into your, your brain, into your head. And then you don't, you don't know how to uh, differentiate what's, what's meant, meant to be for society and making a living and putting it in its place and, like, understanding why we even have a society and then functioning within that. But also being aware that as a human being, society is second. Human being is first. And in that world of being a human being first, I there is no comparison no more. There, there's not this structure that has developed itself that, that's comparison. There's only me being a human being and moving in the world. Mm-hmm. So you see the difference? So even though I'm, you might look at me and say you're comparing, I would say that structure, like you, you saying the word comparing, I don't even know what that term means. So I don't, I don't have this judgment in me. I don't have uh, comparing yesterday's feeling to today's good feeling. Not only you know comparing people, but comparing. Oh, I had that great meal yesterday. We had we had an abundance of food yesterday, and now today I feel uh, sad because I don't have that. And I wanna I want a good meal. I want to feel rich. I want to feel these things. But those terms only come out of the fact that you know what comparison is. You know does that makes sense. It's almost like it makes me think of uh, the the tree of good and evil and knowledge and why knowledge can be seen as something very sinful. Because having all this knowledge of comparison, having knowledge of what fear is, having knowledge of they don't make you a better human being. They make you they make society stronger. They make you they make you a richer human being. They might make you a human being with more stuff to me. We can talk about it because I don't see the difference, but it doesn't make you a better human being. It's just making you better at having more things, better at having nicer things, which is all just terms of knowledge. Like to say something's nicer. I don't Mm want to have that. that, that feeling or that term in my head. I know what nicer means, what you're trying to imply. But to me as a human being, my belief system, nicer does not exist. I don't, I don't define things in my world as nicer. And even the word better to me is, is an awful word because nothing, I don't see how things are better. There's more of something. There's well, better than I, whenever I hear that term better, I always think, Better than what? That's all. Yeah, that's all comparison because you have to yeah, have something it's to compare all comparison. It to. So if I say yeah, something's better, better than something's what? nicer than, yeah, you're putting something else down. And in this world, everything's on an equal level. And we, and we, well, and it just, should be. It's, it's not. not. A, yeah, <laughs> that would be like a, just a long conversation I'd love to have because, again, I don't, don't want to make it philosophy. I want people to really ask that question. What is he talking about right here? Because, yeah, I, I'll match it up with some facts. Okay. No, 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 that's all, that's all really good. Um, and so, you know, yes. And I think better when we look at better, you know, better than I think in our society, it's, it's all about the people who have more stuff or make more money are the ones that are better. And And society, yeah. So society, uh, then, then you start looking at like the conversation now, in society, do you even have a better? 
I mean, all mm-hmm. you have is is you're playing society's game, which to mm-hmm. me, uh, all I want us to look at is like human. Does that make you a good human being? Is, is that what a human being is? Is that what a better human being is? A human being in a society that makes the most money. That but then you all you know you always see the the uh, lack of better words the holes or the weaknesses where mm-hmm. they they have more mental problems or they have problems with bad relationships with people. But I would even say it's not a problem. It's only a problem because there's societal standards that say that that's a problem. Now it's a problem if you hit somebody, you're beating your wife or something, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, as far as all these relationships come and go with these celebrities and mm-hmm. uh, everybody's just so stuck in their th- their ideas and, and uh, their, their emotions of infatuation or, or whatever it is and, and mm-hmm. they don't know how to discern anymore. Yeah. Um, but, it, but, but that comparison, you can see how the comparisons creeped in. I can't discern because I'm comparing here and over here and I'm chasing this and I'm chasing that and I just don't know how to not compare and just be a, a human being. Mm-hmm. Where I, then the choices become easy to make in life. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and the other thing, yes, yes, I completely agree with with all of that. And where w- you've mentioned this a couple times already is how emotions get involved and how we get really invested in these things. And so what I thought about this as well was that we're really focused on purchasing things and one of the main ways, and I see this, see this with parents and Hey, you know, I am just as guilty. I, I did the same thing when my daughter was growing up. Um, one of the main ways we show love to ourselves and others is through purchasing things. And I mean, you see that in all of our advertisements, you know, Oh, take a, take a me day. You deserve it. Go shopping. Um, Christmas time is, is crazy. Why do you think that is? What, what, so, so we, we know, I mean, as talking as two individuals, there, there is no, when I say, you know, where does that come from? Why, why do we show love through purchasing? Mm-hmm. There's, there's the answer is just not, we're just people. And, and that's just the way it is. Like, like to say that that's a, something you have to do and that, that that's the right thing to do like that's something you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that's 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 the law of of life it's not so when we, when i ask you what uh like what, what's your idea what do you think that that's come from to make such a it's so implanted in us that yeah if i don't buy you something or uh well let's just stick it with that that that, that implies that i don't love you enough or that i'm not thinking about you enough mm-hmm. do you have an idea of what what, what what would you call that what what would you say that that is conditioning all right yeah cool so you say conditioning and i'll just jump right in and say yeah it's tradition so we've been conditioned we've been conditioned to think that way so human beings we don't do this what we're doing conversating enough so uh but but if we did that more then you when you see that can i say then 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 that that's really love it's a tradition it's a conditioning Mm -hmm. it's something so i mean if human beings just stop and smell the flowers you know so to speak life can be so much easier because now we've, we've seen the culprit, you know? So, so mm-hmm. I can't get mad at anybody for not buying me something, so to speak in that certain way. Now I understand if you have a spouse and uh, they always come home and they buy themselves something neat and they never call you and just ask you now that's, that's different. I mean, that, that, that's, you're being thoughtful. <laughs> that's rude. Oh yeah. But we're talking about when, when, you know, you see it in, in the movie or in the, the shows when uh, the, the girl gets a $30,000 car and doesn't get the $50,000 car right. and to be so emotionally distressed from that is, I don't know why that even exists. I think it's like if you really think about it as a human being, I understand why it exists, but it's like that should you're a human being. I mean, we're just so to to put yourself on that level to throw a hissy fit over something, (laughs) you know, do you want to be that you want to be that 
you want to be a somebody that loses control and, and has a temper and yeah. you know that's not attractive it's not it's not uh, relationship wise as far as you know friends and, and family nobody that's not attractive it's not what to it's spoiled. never the right answer yeah it's being spoiled and i i find it really interesting that you know people who choose not to spend money on on things um and they're the ones you know i I think of the ones that have the money to spend but they choose not to spend it they save it um or give it away or 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 whatever it is we really view them negatively we see them as cheap um and um, i've seen that on the news past couple times you know just talking about elon musk or or talking about uh, jeff bezos and you know the whole Mm -hmm. taxes thing and things like that but they're just they're following the structure of society just like everybody does every day Mm-hmm. They're, they're just on that pedestal where they get called out but i mean there's what are they they're not stealing they're just following whatever these loopholes are and yeah do, do then then when i see that then then go study and, and take advantage if you're that upset about it mm-hmm. do, i don't know do the same thing within legal terms you know don't yeah do that, don't do it <laughs> illegal but yeah go out there and like what i'm doing now struggling with music you can't start you know so, so-called hating on somebody else or realizing how much effort it takes to, in, in, in anything to really know your craft. It takes time. It takes, yes. It, that's just another fact of life. But I see why people get upset. And what I would say is, again, they're, they're not going back to discerning to say, why am I so upset of, uh, and, and getting mad at people and this and that? Well, it may be that you're fighting that, that inner calling that this isn't right. And that this isn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're right about that. Society just exists though. And so, just saying, well, then this is something I have to do. You know, you don't moving from your emotions no more, but moving from the fact that you can discern, okay, what I'm feeling as far as being upset and mad or jealous of somebody else, mm-hmm. I think is in is in a realm and lined up that your body's upset because we're not being what we're supposed to be as human beings. Where a society sets you up for that. Just living in any society, I think, or any kind of government and, and mm-hmm. having, you know, capitalism and things, nothing can, ex- conflict is going to exist within that. So then people step back and I would take this with any, anything and ask yourself if it causes conflict, am I willing to drop it? Or am, am I at least willing to, when I say drop it, to just put it down on a, on a lower pedestal, on, a, on a, my list of priorities, human beings always first. And then if I have a problem with society, I can't do nothing about it, but I can put society down on the bottom as far as um, when I say that um, the way it affects me. And then let me just finish up with this. I want to be confusing. Although like struggling now with being an influencer and that kind of thing, well, then you have to do certain things within society. But when you can structure your, your brain to, to look at it, look at, look at it as um, doing things, not out of my emotion and my feelings, but doing things out of that fact of what is, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I want to be a human being that helps people. And so therefore I stick to that and I say that. And so no matter what I'm feeling or my emotion doesn't have an effect on me wanting to help people, that's always going to be there. So then if I move from trying to help people, how is that different than moving out of my emotion or my feeling that goes up and down every day, which then means you're not actually trying to help people. You're just trying to help how you feel and stabilize how you feel. And there's just some differences there. Hopefully there's some little nugs in there that people got. Oh, yeah. I know, I'm just <laughs> little nugs. To wrap it up, <laughs> little nugs. Um, well, you know, and that, that brings me to, to something else that, I was, I was thinking about as I was preparing for this podcast is, is that whole thing with, um, conflict. And I think that 
I, I wonder if all conflict is bad. For example, um, you're talking about, you know, I'm not going to play society's game. Um, I'm not going to, I'm going to be somebody who puts people first. I am not going to be somebody that throws a hissy fit because I didn't get a $50,000 car. You know, I'm, you're, you're, you're building a, a different kind of life that will most likely, at least in some ways, get pushback from others. Your decisions to live, which it sounds like to me, a healthier, more balanced life will cause conflict. And others will say, oh, why are you doing that? You know, that's wrong. You will be judged for that and cause conflict. So is that type of conflict necessarily bad? I question, I question that though. So, so you, when you, when you say all that, there's, there's me always in the back of my head that it's, it's going to say that has it really ever been done? I, I don't use the, the, the terms, but just to get the point across like properly, like ha- has somebody say when they say they're going to put people first, mm-hmm. like, wh- well, first of all, we don't know exactly what that means. So if I say I'm going to put people first, I'm I'm not gonna first go out there, and and you know as my body when I like me going out there and saying all right I'm gonna put people first here's what I'm gonna do, and here's uh my whole plan whatever it is I'm gonna join this I'm gonna do this. Instead, but so you see that is that the way people move? So since I'm talking about this, I'm gonna stick to this. If I ask you, which is the, the kind of the, the the overview of what I wanted this to also be about is decisions like what. As a human being, as I'm going out and, mo- and moving around and making decisions, what causes me to make a decision? So if I were just to be sitting in a chair, what's going to cause me to move? Because you have to move as a human being. And w- what's going to cause me to move? I would just, I would just stay there. I don't want to make it real confusing. But you're sitting in a chair, and I mean, and of course, anything c- can be said, right? I, I'm going to move. I, I feel hungry. So that's going to cause me to go go move and try to find something. Um, but if you look at society now, we I'm going to move because I feel emotions, because my thoughts, because I feel like I'm going to explode, or I'm going to move because my my heart is aching and and I feel for the homeless man. And um, th- but there's emotions and feelings, right? We can group that into I'm going to make a decision in life mm-hmm. based off of it's it's emotions and feelings. I, I'm going to go to work. Because I, I need to take care of my kids. I have, a, I have an emotion or a feeling to my children, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to go to church because I have an emotion or a feeling. So I, uh, I'm going to look for you, but do, do, you, do you have any other thoughts of what, why else? What's, up, what's our base? It's like what makes me go out into the world and make a decision? I think a those, movement. yeah, I, well, I think those are all valid. I think, yes, um, you know, having, you know, I need to eat. Um, I need to move. Um, but... Um, I also think that comparing ourselves um, to others motivates us as well. Um, And so, and I think that our motivations can cause conflict. Like I, I said, I look at our society being so materialistic and, you know, say, for example, you know, one year you decide not to get your kid any Christmas presents and so they go out and they see all their friends and they get all these Christmas presents and that's going to cause conflict 
between you and your kid because they're going to be like, well, hey, you know, I didn't get anything and you're a mean parent and da, 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 da. And it's like, well, you know, we took that money and we donated it to a charity this year because there are kids that need food and clean water and it's a better way to spend money and we want you to think about those types of things. All to say, that's going to cause a lot of conflict. And I'm wondering, though, if that type of conflict, when you're making what I would think would be a more human-based decision and a better decision in, in helping others and putting, I think it's an example of putting people first, putting humans first, you know, do you think that that conflict is worth it? So I, I think you just said it there. So hopefully we'll follow this. I think within that, even within comparison, so th- these movements again, like when I say movement, yeah, my, my uh, ability to decide an action and then I'm, I'm moving, mm-hmm. but I'm moving based off of, yeah, we said a comparison, but within comparison and with also any kind of movement like fear or uh, jealousy and, and so on, those Th- those are still moving out of uh, 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 feelings and an emotion, right? Like there's, mm-hmm. so there's there's human beings that say, "This is what I believe," or "I'm gonna, I'm gonna work for like I, I don't I don't know anybody that I've ever came across that deep down if if you sit them down they're calm, they don't want to help people they don't want to somehow be involved at the very root of it, and so will will I then move from just that? And there's a difference there because if I move from just that, like my actions and my decisions are based off of just that, then as feelings and emotions come around, as comparison comes around, as I can see fear now pop up, I see all these these things that, that distract me and I have to put them into two categories. We just talked about there's a category of comparison and within comparison, there's also this fear, there's also even pleasure there's all these things that make up a human being, but those actions create this conflict and this conflict can simply be seen as, to me, it's a hypocrisy. You, you say one thing, but your feelings and emotions dictate something else. And, and, there, there's, and I, I think that that happens because of even just now when you're describing it, and it's very hard to not do this with our language and with we've been brought up to say I, to say I'm going to... Um, I'm going to do something for my family to make me because uh, it, it makes me feel I hurt when I see my kid. I'm going to do something for the homeless man. I'm going to join the church and do something here. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because I'm going to help people. Mm-hmm. So can we look at it? As is there another way to make that decision? And I can make the deci- Can I make the decision off of saying, all right, I'm going to help people. And, and so what does that consist of? And then looking at my society and then, and then also saying, I'm going to help people. So what does that consist of? Not saying, I know what I'm going to do. How about every decision you make or, or, you know, when you go out into the world, you say, I don't know. There, so there's no me here saying that I do know. There's no me. There's no identity saying this is the way things are. Oh, I'm feeling this. This person did this to me. This person did that to me. My center is I don't know. There's, there's no center there to say these are the way mm-hmm. things are. So. I would have first asked that, are, are we seeing how there's two different ways to make decisions? And in that place that says, I don't know, then as feelings arise, as uncertainty arises, the, the I don't know is always there. So I'm always finding out. But finding out doesn't bring the conclusion. Finding out just means I'm studying more of my environment now. And I move from studying my environment and what it means to then help people. So then I'm not, 
I've said, I mean, the words always get confused, but I'm not not playing society's game. Have to play society's game. You want to help people? Mm-hmm. Got to play society's game. Now, can you play society's game and, 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 and go from that place of I don't know, which then makes you just a more powerful human being. You're more relatable to people. You're not stepping on people to get to the top, so to speak. You're not, there's a different quality about you that then moves to society. So I would just, that's kind of the whole basis I wanted to talk about today. Is there a way I can make decisions? Not from the old way of, Oh, there's comparison here. There's fear labeling so much, but just from a place of being empty inside, which, which just means I'm, I'm coming from a place of, I don't know. There's not a center there. There's, there's not a, uh, yeah, I want to help people. These are the things I got to do. No, there's, I got to help people. So let me look at my environment. What, what skills do I have? What are these things? So you have to play society's game. Now, I would, I would go into the argument, which is just kind of almost facetious, right? Not, not, not really meant to, to be said because society's not going anywhere. But we can see within society, you're always going to get conflict. Now. Okay. Yes. So, so. When, when I see that, then I have nowhere to go. But to be a, a, a human being off of the facts that I see, not off of the the manipulation of what we think a human being is now, my self-identity, my emotions, my feelings, I need to validate all this and on and on. But you see, the, the, to me, the silliness of the structures of what humans have built for themselves. Mm-hmm. You, and you, we can validate all that through through books and psychology. Like there's books teaching us mm-hmm. how crazy you are, we are and making <laughs> us more crazy by giving us pills. And why don't we have these conversations everywhere? But we know money runs everything, and so it doesn't make money, then it's not going to get played. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, damn it, human beings, right? This is weird. You know, <laughs> do, you really, do you really care about your kids? You know, if I'm really saying I want to help human beings and I care about my kid and I want to help them, damn, like how much is that? What should you be woken up to just uh, watching the, your what, – what, what are we trying to explain when, I, when we say that? Watching your – yeah, your conditioning, your programming, the the comparisons, the the way we're just a bunch of copies of each other, and I, I don't see maybe that's another podcast. No, but I, I don't. I just see a bunch of copies of each other, and it, it's true of my fears, your fears, my beliefs, your beliefs, um, my no. temper tantrums, your temper tantrums, my, my pet peeves, your pet peeves. We all have the same shit, but just different details, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> no, and that, and I, yeah, you you bring up a very good point about emptying yourself of of conflict um among other things oh, so yeah like your, your just conclusions yeah you're, you know better like that's, yeah that's, and that's that's a that's a tall order um but, but I, would, would somebody be willing to try it and say oh well that's that sounds new that sounds different yeah. let me just try it i mean yeah i've tried this and and there's nothing really left to try within that realm of comparison conflict jealousy there's nowhere to go within that so are you going to have the mm-hmm. the faith the love um, the boss to say, I'm going to leave that behind. But how do you do that? We're talking about psychologically here, to, which just means I just told you to say, I don't know when it comes to things, when you approach things to say, oh, I've done this a million times. I know. No, still say you don't know and just move through it. Mm-hmm. And there's no being offended there because that was another thing. Now that I thought about it. We get offended. So to d- discern comparison, am I am I um, comparing when I say, oh, um, little Jill made, made a, a 79 in her class and, and, mm-hmm. and Rob made a, a hundred mm-hmm. and then Jill feels bad because, uh, she, she made a 79. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not being offensive. I'm just describing something or yeah. Or, you know, somebody, uh, somebody just cause you're wearing about somebody wears glasses <laughs> and you say, Oh, you wear glasses and you don't be like, yeah, I know. So I'm not putting an emotion to the fact of what is like we just mm-hmm. said. That, and then because, that's just what it is. I'm not going to be upset and suffer over it. Now, it's different if you say, 
be more like Jack or be like, why, why, why do you have glasses? Why don't you not wear glasses? Why don't you make your eyes better and be more like this? Now you're comparing. I'm saying be like this because th be like this person. So I, I would hope just, we're, we're just discerning. There's people get so offended now when you discern just to say, oh, you got a, you got a mole on your face. And then someone's like, oh, don't say that's rude. Be like, uh, I mean, you know, there's context, whatever's happening. But, no. you know, for, for somebody, I would just say for somebody to get so offended off of, of the fact that what is you're different than somebody else. All right. You, you have a, a, a scar. You have some kind of mess. You're disfigured. Unfortunately, I understand society can poke fun and do things. But me as a human being to say, I see why they do that. It's the society that does that. that, that and within that society, there's no getting rid of conflict. So me with my disfigurement or my uh, I can't jump as high as somebody else or whatever it is, I, I'm able to let go of that because right. I'm seeing what's going on. We, we yeah, I agree. I think we need to definitely be able to let go of that or at least reframe it and look at it differently. Teddy Roosevelt said that comparison is the thief of joy. And I, I think that's really true. So right, yeah. yeah, it's like comparing ourselves to others can get out of hand pretty quickly. And but I also know that we're built for a relationship and to be able to, you know, try and hold that yes. in perspective. Keep uh, saying it. Yeah. And so we take our cues from others on how to behave. I mean, I, I mean, I'm saying in general, like you said it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so anyway, uh, yeah. And, and so when we see somebody that we admire, I mean, we want to be like him and I don't, I don't think there's a problem with that. We, and well, I, you don't want to be like, him. That, well, there's a uh, hold yeah. on here. I think we see something in them that's lacking in ourselves. Um, it's like, gee, when we start those comparisons, it's like, Oh my, you know, she's so beautiful. She's so intelligent. She's so talented. Why, why, why can't we just enjoy the moment? Well, why, why does all that come up? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and so, so I think that we just need to stop it. Well, yeah, well, we need to stop it, but we also, oh, I think our work on know, know, knowing what it is that, that that's, I, th yeah, I, I think that we need to, um, value, ourselves first and like you're always talking about being very introspective i mean looking at yourself first and examining yourself first and even when i think of you know those cheesy martial arts movies you mm. know where you have the the student and the master and the student eventually surpasses the master you know it's like okay they finally have that one big cheesy battle and the student beats the master and i look at that and i say Yes, all this time the student was comparing themselves to the master, but they were also taking what their own talents were and combining that with the skill that the master taught them. And I think that combination of their own skill with what they were taught by another person that was better than them at something created something new and stronger and better and enabled them to surpass the master. And so I, I look at that and I think that we would be much better off if we kind of looked at comparison that way or looked at, at people that way and reframed it and said, I'm in society. I see people that I admire for whatever skill or beauty or whatever it is. I admire that in them, but I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to take what I can from that. And I am going to look at myself 
and say, gee, how can I be, if I want to be more beautiful or more loving or more witty or charming or whatever it is, you know, look at yourself first and then learn from others. I think there's no problem in learning from others. I think where the problems really start is where we get very envious of people and saying, you know, and then we start coming down on ourselves and saying, oh, well, I'll never be as beautiful as that person or as intelligent as that person. So why even try? And then we get upset and then we get bitter. And, and that's where I think there's, that's where problems start. And then we, you know, or else we'll do comparisons of, we'll do upward um, and downward comparisons. You know, we'll compare ourselves to others that we think are better than us. And we'll go, oh, gee, I wish I was more like that person. But then, and this is where a lot of those reality TV shows, I think, are, are make so much money and get so many ratings, is then we do downward comparisons too, where we look at people that we think are less than us. And it's like, we can sit there and watch this like Real Housewives reality show or something and feel really good about ourselves and say, well, at least I'm not like that train wreck. Mm -hmm. At least I'm, you know, smarter than that person. And it gives us this, this sense of, of arrogance and judgmental behavior. And so, um, you know, either, and I, I don't even know what can be learned from that. It, it, it enables us to put others down and make ourselves feel better by putting others down. And I really see that as a, as a big problem, um, with this whole comparison thing. So, and I know you have things you want to say. <laughs> well, well, you you, you kind of said it. So if, if I'm describing something, um, it, you know, if you go through everything you just said again, if I'm describing something and then, and then along with, with what I'm describing comes, that conflict, like you said, it's inevitable. Like when, when or when you bring in uh, being envy and, and jealous. And when I look at that structure, though, I'd have to say there's no one without the other. As mm -hmm. long as I'm, even there's comparing to say someone so pretty, someone so witty. There, there's that's comparison now. And, and then you mentioned learning from them. Is there another way to learn? Where okay, I see. So-and-so, can I learn to be more loving like them? Uh, can I learn to be more witty like them? Can I learn without... So this is going to be a different way of thinking. Again, as you learn from different people, you're not learning necessarily... You're not learning anything from that set individual. You're learning what it means to learn. So I guess I'm thinking of two things. So I'm going to learn from the individuals, first of all, that there's that equality doesn't exist. So one person's over here doing something... And all that's going on is that someone has a definition of what what it means to say love. And then they see somebody doing that definition, but they're only going to see, you know, what what you see, what what's presented in front of you. And, and your definition of what witty means, someone comes along and they have these characteristics and you say they're more witty. And so within that realm, that's always going to be there. Then jealousy is going to be bound to come up at some point, envious or anger. Now, can I just learn differently first of all learn from that way that what i just said there's definitions that we all hold within us from the way you were raised or whatever it is or the way you want things to be somebody comes and embodies that and then you get this idolizing sort of uh behavior and so now i just want to go i want to learn from a different way i want to learn first of all that that all that anybody's doing with this idolizing behavior is uh they found somebody that so-called does something better they do it more more of the way you like it to be done or, or more of the way you don't like it to be done 
And then therefore these labels start to come in. So now that I see that, then I'm going to stay away from that. Then I don't want to say that anybody's representing anything more or less than anything because nobody knows what, what loving is or what witty is. And then I would even start to doubt, does that, that even exist, you know, to, to be witty and what that means. Uh, so now I'm so, I don't want to talk for too long, but the thing, the main thing I wanted to take away was the different way of learning. First of all, learning, you know, as long as comparison exists, like learning what comparison is. And then if, if I start to explain something or if I'm reading something, you know, within a psych psychological book or self-help book and it says, you know, not to bring in something, you know, uh, emotionally into, into something else to me, then I, I need to find another way. Like that, that's, that's, that's a way that doesn't work. And people have probably been saying that for years and generations. And uh, so do you want to accept, uh, it seems like human beings are doing that. We're accepting that, uh, you have to hurt each other to, to progress in life. That That's what that tells me right there. And there's no right way to do that. You're going to hurt somebody as long as you follow this old barbaric just chance that we say to each other all the time. And and I th there is a different way there, but we just need to have more conversations of discerning and, and being able to just say, I'm not happy with that answer. You know, if, if there's still jealousy existing in there or if it says not to bring in something, well, then can I go another way where that just doesn't exist? Anger doesn't exist. Fear doesn't exist. Comparison doesn't exist, which is what I've been saying. It's, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's, just, it's just in that realm of, of taking the facts and, and living. And God is the facts. God is logic. I, I could go into that, too. Um, yeah, I just had to say all that stuff. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. I, I, I completely agree. It would be ideal if if we could let go of these things. If we could let go of that that jealousy. My question: If you can, yeah, can you? If you really start to change, like when I, which I'm kind of saying, like coming from a place of no sinner, where there's a place of I don't know within me. There's a place, and I, I guarantee if if you haven't tried it before, try it out and just see what happens. How you just there's a certain. Uh, Man, I don't know. I just try to. I we'll have to have another podcast for that because I don't want to keep. Yeah, I could just talk about. <laughs> no, no. no. There's just so many good gyms, but these gyms take a while to understand. I mean, it's just different. There are different ways of thinking, they, and so. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Nothing, of course, nothing we're saying is is lies or BS or, or smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. No. 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 I completely agree, and and yeah, there is you know yes, give it a try. Try try to change your mindset. And I think that that's really the only way to move, move forward and, um, and try really hard to, um, I don't know, reframe that pushback you're going to get to reframe that conflict that's going to inevitably come along. And there's, there's I, don't, I don't, I don't know if there, if it will, I, I get why you're saying that, but now, then the more I'm trying things and, and the more that I'm doing things differently. And, and of course there's just so many different types of people in here. So the argument could go on forever, but I would say that when you do actually put people first, uh, so when, when you when you have comparison, uh, Teddy Roosevelt said it when you said that quote. Mm -hmm. As long as comparison exists, can you read that quote again for me? Because yeah, uh, he called comparison the thief of joy. Yes, and then you mentioned something else about relationship. Um, like the relationships with the, with ourselves. You might have just said that was one of Cindy's quotes. Uh, that was yeah, <laughs> that was my quote. Yeah, yeah, yes, and and reframing relationships. Yes, learning from people rather than comparing ourselves. And I think, and this is an aside to that as well. Um, I think social media makes it even all that much harder. I mean, all of us are so saturated with social media, and that brings in false comparisons because. 
most everybody on social media puts their best foot forward. I mean, they put their best pictures out there. They don't, you don't see them at their worst or if they're having a really bad day or if they've made some really huge mistakes. I mean, we like to hide our flaws. And so what we're doing, um, in this day and age on social media, especially is we are looking at, um, false profiles of people. We, we are not seeing the whole picture. And so when we see somebody's social media profile and don't know them in person, we, we look at that and, and say, well, I want to be like that. I'm, I want to be like that perfect see, we'll person. That, Cause you, you just had the fact within, within your grasp and now here comes feeling or emotions coming around. And then you're just like, oh, I'm willing I'm willing to just suffer right now or, or be in my pity or wh- whatever mm-hmm. it is that causes you to then believe that. Uh, and I, I hold that fact with me that uh, and then so comparison doesn't exist. And then there's no comparison as long as I hold on to the fact. And that is a fact. Anything on TikTok, anything on TV, it's all Hollywood. You see pictures of um, celebrities that don't look their best and they look like normal people. Mm-hmm. So you know what the makeup does. You know what um, they, 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 they do shots over and over again until they find the right you know profile of the person. And so, they, yeah, everything is glitz and glamour. And so mm-hmm. when you hold that fact, comparison doesn't exist. I mean, that makes sense, right? I, I can't compare when I know that, that what's going on is when I know what's going on. There's, I can't, why would I compare? The comparison doesn't exist. I know what's going on. You're giving me your best. So to compare with that is, is a lie. It's a falsehood. So why would I, right. There's no, there's no comparing. Then there's, there's the, I just saw the fact of what is I unveiled it. So why would I compare myself to that? It's a weird. And then to say, I'm going to be emotional because of that. But people get caught in that trap. Exactly. It's a trap. So now what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Are you going to still function within, within uh, as a human to say, I know though. That's what you're doing when you do that. You're saying, I know this. And that's why I'm feeling this emotion because they're prettier than me. And I know that. But how you know pretty, pretty is subjective. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's not even to, to go down. But just to put the, the period on there. So we, you just said it. When you, when you compare, when comparison exists, which we, hopefully you can, you can listen to the podcast and kind of get where we're going with that. I cannot have a relationship like with anything because... Not a healthy one, Th- this no. Is, but this is a fact. When I'm comparing, when I, or when I'm angry, when I'm something, when I'm, how does the relationship exist? Because in that moment, I'm not a human being. I am. I've taken on some other, uh, what I want to say, some other label, some other transformation of, and so in that moment, that's what, it, that that's where I'm coming from. That's what's existing. Comparison is then living your life. Uh, anger is living your life. Mm-hmm. So. So what does that mean for somebody when I'm saying that? Well, then what does it mean to actually be a human being, to not be uh, manipulated and corrupted by all of these things, which then leaves you open to, to be manipulated and abused by other people? I don't want that in me. So then I'm going to I'm going to go through life and just say, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say I'm going to figure it out. Doesn't mean I am going to figure it out. <laughs> the best advice I have is that just don't know. It's don't say, you know, because I don't know. And then who else knows as far as what it means to be a human being? But I know what it's not. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that's how you get. That's how you have to move. There's no other way to go. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to you as a human being? Like then, how does your life just begin to change when you start to say, "I'm going to hold on to these"? Like that makes sense. That makes sense. That's a fact. When when Josh says something or when I hear something from anybody, is it does it sound logical? Does it sound like yes? If if corruption is there, if anger is there, then I'm not there. There's some other twisted form of something there that's angry. 
especially if, if you're not angry t- for a purpose of war or something. And most of the time, America is docile as hell. So what are you getting angry for? Like, <laughs> damn, you know, sometimes just doubt yourself, question yourself, blame yourself. Don't be one of these people that says, uh, it just feels, oh, I, I'm going to take 60% of the blame. They're going to take 50% of the blame. I'm going to take 100% of the blame. I do that because this is, that's what's going to make me as a human being see my flaws, see things within myself, not get offended when someone else has something to say about me. Why would I get offended when someone else has something to say about me? there's some kind of identity within you that says, oh, but I'm this and you're saying I'm that. So I get rid of the identity. I don't want the identity. What good is the identity going to do for me? Oh, it's going to take away your joy. I don't see that. I just went to Austin in the 21-story penthouse. So there's no joy being taken away from me. So uh, people's, you see how people's these abstractions, as soon as you tell somebody they have an abstraction, that sounds boring. Oh, uh, that, that doesn't sound safe. Uh, what you're doing right now doesn't sound safe. And what you're doing right now actually sounds depressed. I, probably, I think I'd rather be bored than depressed. <laughs> I don't know. That's the same thing, but yeah, yeah. get me started. No, <laughs> oh, I think you're <laughs> already started. You've already started. Um, yeah. No, I, I I heard something the other day. I think it was uh, something to do with um, Scottish people and and how they used to to say things in Gaelic or whatever. I'm I'm watching that show Outlander, you know, and I just mm-hmm. I love it. It's a great show. It's just got all kinds I'll of cool stuff it in it. Anyway. Um, but anyway, I, I thought, and I, gosh, I wish I could remember where I heard this, but I think this really goes to kind of a little bit related to what you're just talking about, and that is reframing things. And um, evidently, um, what they used to do is they would, instead of saying something like, I am sad or I am angry, um, they would say, sadness is on me or anger is on me. And what that does is it reframes it. It doesn't mean that you are angry or you are sad. You are the embodiment or controlled by anger or sadness. It's just that you have a passing emotion that's, you know, on you right now. I happen to be sad about something right now, or I happen to be angry about something right now, but it doesn't rule you. It doesn't define you. And I think even if we emptied ourselves of everything, of all judgment, of everything, and we sat quietly and just said, I don't know, we're emotional. We're still going to have emotions. Yeah, no doubt. That's, that's human being. And so I think but there again, label them, uh, reframing get, why it. Why do we label at all? Just say I'm feeling something. Uh, I mean, even if I go, go into, you know, if somebody died, which is to think the, always the biggest challenge somebody wants to throw out when you when you have these conversations. And it's like, I would follow that. Yeah, you, you feel something, you sit with it. And so again, following has a different meaning too, because I'm not when I, I'm not doing anything about what I'm feeling, but I'm gonna sit with it and ask why. I mean, there's still this movement of why am I and oh, you say, Well, somebody died and okay, within death, what is death? Oh, well, death is something everybody goes through. And then, so you're 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 you can be your own light that you see how I'm talking mm-hmm. myself through it. And, 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 I, and I know people probably say that, and that's part of the grieving process. But I mean, are you truly being honest at, at the very end of that? I'm following what death means and, and to see death as a part of life, see death, to see creation within death, to just see that there's no stopping it and on and on and on. At the end of that, then fear can't exist, just like we saw earlier with where corruption can't exist. When you when you finally see something, you see that the facts of what it is. I mean, how can fear, to, to then say fear still exists within that, you still have this identity there. You still have this belief that you won't let go of this idea. And that's why the fear comes from, you know, that's the whole structure of fear to not let go of something. Um, not to be triggered when I say no attachment to something, but to say that I can let go of that. 
But not to just say I can let go of that. I just walked you through it. You follow what you feel all the way down, and you let go. You let go by seeing the structure of what it is that's making you feel this way. Whether it's um, past timeline of, of how you were growing up, whether it's uh, something that you haven't really investigated, like death, or whether it's something you don't want to like let go of, like death, and say that there's heaven and say all this stuff. You still have this idea, this pull that you're not letting go of. So just be prepared to have fear come through there, or um, maybe mm-hmm. you, you 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 get great pleasure. I thought this was interesting that Christians, because uh, I went to a funeral last weekend and mm-hmm. the guy there, he, he was a Christian. And so when he was talking about faith, his whole thing was talking about he's got faith because he's going to go to heaven and he's going to go somewhere and, and they're going to play all this music and do all these things. And and I just can't wrap my head around the fact that it just seems like more Christians and just him particularly. And then I heard my old pastor and then I feel like I heard someone else say that, that they feel like they have a... Uh, Christians, or it seems like the religion, you 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 want to talk about it and you want to say it because you feel like yeah you're gonna get saved or you're gonna mm-hmm. be sent somewhere or something different is gonna happen to you than anybody else on the world. So you you got this golden ticket or you got something that you got a specific privilege. And so then I ask, man, well, as long as you know that, then is is your belief really a, a true belief or is it a, a manipulated, corrupted, uh, coming from the devil sort of thing? Because I'll, I'll never, you know, not listen to this advice, but I, I mean, it's just advice. And so I look at the truth of it. When you hear the devil's the greatest manipulator, you yourself are the, is the greatest manipulator to yourself as well. I mean, you see that with people all the time. I can go to church or I can do whatever, be part of any kind of group trying to go out and clean the world and do all these things. But I'm inconsistent. I have an ebb and flow of emotions, which means I have an ebb and flow of the way I treat people and ebb and flow of how I see the world. And I don't know. I just ask a lot. First of all, what would live, will love ever exist within that kind of stuff? Or I mean, hypocrisy is always going to exist within that world of I'm doing something because I'm going to get something out of it. It might be inevitable that every time you do something, you get something out of it. I mean, I'm 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 exerting energy. I'm getting energy back somehow. Whatever. I'm getting into physics, but to just say that, not to get the the facts again, switched up with my value and my emotions. And to say, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this because I'm going to get this. I mean, that's always going to set you up for some conflict. But to say, I'm going to do this because it's just the way I do th- is the way things are. I'm going to follow this and do this. But no, I'm not doing it out of, oh, because I don't have what they have or they have. This is just how I help people. What, what are you going to do to mm-hmm. help people? Yeah. No, no, no. I, no, I, <laughs> no, no. I feel like I'm losing you. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is all this is all really related. And yeah, you know, um, Speaking of death and and all of that and and theology, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll get into those deeper questions in in other podcasts. But um, yeah, what you're what you're advocating, at least what I'm hearing, is self analysis. Logic. I want you to you, be you're so ana- logical. You're taking things apart. You're taking apart your emotions, and you're saying, "Well, why do I feel this way? How can I change this?" Especially if it's very detrimental. If you know when you feel right. somewhere, or if something you're doing in life is is making you upset, or if you're upset at, at your mom and this is, or your kid, and you're supposed to love this kid, then be like, well, "What's going on here? If I, if the love is supposed to conquer all, why is this not being mm-hmm. conquered?" And then that's where the the analyzing analyzing comes in. Because mm-hmm. it, it has to. If something's not adding up, so who's going to do this? I'm, I guess I'm going to do this because everybody else has just fucking got a thumb up their ass. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And that's, there again, that's just being introspective. And I think that's doing some self-comparison and growth. I think that's just personal like, yeah, growth. Yeah, how is that the number one thing that you wouldn't do in life? 
to, mm-hmm. to yourself. But oh, I want to go. I don't know. Put myself through through torture and, and meditation and, and whatever you're putting yourself through in life. Comparing to trying to get more stuff, and you're mentally yeah, just ingraining that. Uh, I don't know that that whole t- to me, man. I, I mean, I, I I love these quotes as far as uh, I think it's habit. Yeah, and you, and I, I love throwing those the religious quotes in there, but because they are powerful. You're you're not re- you're not at rest, and you're doing something within your own powers instead of letting love and intelligence and God. That the pureness of that mm-hmm. shine through you. You're 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 a human being. God damn, like do you know how uh, how what do I want to say? Intricately intelligent you are. Yep. Not based off of society, but just to say, damn, I'm yeah. a human being with all these damn neurons in me and all this, and I can I can I can calculate things with not without uh, thinking about every second of my day. I can just just chill and rest. Like, you know, put the faith in your own, you're putting them in your own capabilities, but you're putting them in the intelligence within your own capabilities. You're getting out of the way so that that can work. Someone mm-hmm. throws a football at you and you catch it from a hundred or you throw a football 30 miles, mm-hmm. 30, 30 yards away. They don't, that's incredible. That's the kind of thing I want you to, to, to question and see this and to see when you can do something like that. Then I ask myself, man, why am I calculating my whole day? Like, why am I doubting myself as a human being when, I mean, you just have, Sometimes you guess, I don't know, man. There's just so many cool things in life that we just miss out on that our bodies can do. The, yeah. way, the way you can learn, the way you can change mm-hmm. things. But We doubt ourselves. I think you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. We doubt ourselves. We doubt our abilities. We don't see ourselves. So you're already getting your own way for, right there. Yeah. It's mean, a move. For the miracles that we are and for what we're already capable of. And I think it goes back to habits and conditioning and um, comparisons, you know, and like I said, it's like, well, I can throw the football 100 yards or whatever, like mm. you said, oh, but that other person can throw it 200 yards. But I can still throw a football. That's all I'm worried about. Right. I'm still, I'm still just, and, right. and the fact that he can throw that, and that's incredible. That's cool. You know, and then that's where it ends. It's just like, cool. And then and then when you say, or when we're talking about it, I don't want to get confused because I feel like the 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 way that it'll take somebody is to say that, oh, you have to do a bunch of stuff and, and do something cool in life. And I, I, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Mm-hmm. If, if you're doing it right, the biggest payoff you can get is people are attracted to you and people have mm-hmm. this, they have, they see the quality in you. And I, I don't even want to say like people are gonna, just going to want to be your friend, but you're just going to notice every time you talk to somebody, there's just a, a, a quietness, there, there's an interaction and then it leaves. You're not leaving nothing on the table, so to speak, like with these emotions and these feelings and these thoughts. You're just, uh, man, you, yeah, you're, you're just trucking. And, 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 and mm-hmm. when you don't have that on the table, then there's just the pureness of you and the pureness of the other person. Mm-hmm. And when I can, when I don't have all this crap going on in me, then it allows me to just take in that person and what they're saying and what they're doing. And, and I'm learning with, you know, how they're doing things. And, and I'm, I'm studying the, the human being. I'm studying what, what they are. Which is different than you know when you're in the way constantly your your emotions mm-hmm. your beliefs your feelings your uh, just all of that so I mean what what are you gonna do and just say all right I'm I'm gonna try something different try something I don't know I don't know why it's not for me it's not bad to say try something logical be logical about what you're looking at and seeing and doing and and but but with the, that logicalness I mean damn you, the universe is out there so religion to me is within logic I could be a Christian and be so logical. And 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 yet be and then within that logic, there's just going to be a lot more. Uh, how do I, I don't know that attractiveness will be there mm-hmm. within people, but it'll come, yeah. it'll come. Um, no, no, and um, 
Yeah, it's about time to wrap things up. But yeah, all really good thoughts. Um, I, I like, I, of course, I got my quotes. Got a couple of quotes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Krishnamurti, I think he nailed it on this oh, one. Boy. I know, it's your boy. <laughs> well, he comes up with such great ideas. Um, what he says is, it is no measure of health to be well-adjusted in a profoundly sick society. And I thought that was yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. That just really kind of hit the nail on the head. That, yeah, that, that goes to when, when, yeah, when people are looking at society, when you mentioned the TikTok videos, when throw it out there, and you, you, you basing your health or your value off of that. Off of that. That's, that's a sick that's another society. Way yes. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, don't do that. You you aren't well adjusted. Mm. You're basing whether or not you're well and doing well on a sick society, a very comparative society. And um, this last one, I, it's it's they said this quote's unknown, so we don't know who the author is. But it says, "Let's stop believing that our differences make us superior or inferior to one another." And I really think this is the heart of the matter. I think deep down. And I think this is why a lot of people don't want to let go of these things and, and just be quiet and analyze their thoughts. Because I think deep down, we, we have that pecking order. We want to be better than somebody else. I, I think that's just kind of a part no, of no who sense, we are. It, it makes no sense, but that's, when I you think do that, your kids suffer. But yeah. so, so I just think again, it, it's come down to We've skewed our perception of, I mean, it, things have just been done for so long a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then it's just ingrained for survival and everything else. Because that just, you, we both say that. I mean, if you really love your kids, why, why, who would have the audacity to say, uh, but they deserve to be in this hierarchy and, or I want them to live in that hierarchy? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it might be easy to say with your money, but you know what I'm saying? Like, do you want them to? Someone else is going to be richer than them, and, and I don't know, yeah. on and on. Like, There's always going to be somebody that's better. Someone's being honest. You don't want your kids yeah. in that world. That Well, yeah, you do. And and that's and I think that's a really important point, um, and that is, you know, yeah, to, to raise kids to, you know, this is the society they're going to be born into. Um, yeah, except but that. Yeah. teach them to navigate it well. Teach them, you know, kind of like what Krishnamurti just said, that it is a sick society. And teach them and every society is sick because a different way you have to have the society. So you're already off the bat saying we're sick people. Mm-hmm. We need a society. We need someone to govern us. We need police because we can't keep our hands to ourselves and on and on and on. So mm-hmm. that, that, that's a fact. So yeah. Any society is going to be sick. Yeah. And so we need to, you know, teach the next generation how to navigate that well. And um, so that's that's pretty much all I've got. You got anything else to add? I got, we got another hour. I got another hour. I'm good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And that's all we have this week. Thank you. Bye. Has to do with one's point of view. I had to put it that way. One's, uh, one's sense, uh, one's system of reality. This has been a rogue media podcast. <laughs> <laughs>